Good day, good day, good day. This is Father David with Coffee Conversations. And I'm Deacon Bob. Hope you're doing well today, no matter where you are, no matter what time you're listening, whether you're in the car, um, sitting on your sofa, I don't know, wherever wherever you might be. Hope, mm-hmm. you're, hope you're doing great in this new year. Yep. And so, whether it's sunny or cloudy, uh, hopefully you're doing well. Indeed, indeed. So it is a little not snow anymore. I see some piles, piles of snow by the pavilion. But oh well, yeah. In Ohio, it's just it's it's so, I don't know, short lasting. My granddaughter <laughs> went home for lunch. She said, "Do you want to build a snowman?" I said, "Well, there's no snow." She goes, "Well, the next time there's snow, do you want to build a snowman?" Because our last snowfall, the snow was not good snowman fall. Snow. Not snowpack. It was no. it was cold, right? Yeah. So it was it was kind of fluffy, fluffy snow. Yeah, I did. Uh, I actually did make it out to Boston Mills yesterday. How was their base? Uh, not too bad. So they they just opened like last Friday. So this is what the twelfth. Um, so pretty late in the season to to open. Yeah, I feel sorry for them. But uh, but it was good to finally go. And uh, yeah, it was it was nice corduroys. So they they take these big snow machines and they smooth it all out. And so it like, kind of gives this corduroy kind of like. Um, you know, ribbed. Is it like skiing down a washboard where it's just like, <laughs> um, yeah, Ohio snowboarding and skiing could be, could be mm-hmm. described as such. I remember those days cause it would be icy and trying to stop on it is kind of oh, yeah. hard. Yeah. So yeah, thankfully it wasn't icy. It was cold enough. It was in the, That's it was good. in the twenties. So it wasn't a chance to warm up and cool down, but, but, um, yeah, it's one of the things I really love to do. In the, in the winter. You know, it's like when you have something to look forward to mm-hmm. uh, or something to do in the winter season, it helps you to kind of embrace the embrace the cold. After <laughs> after I got done snowboarding, I was walking over here for Mass in the evening. I mean, it was cold. <laughs> like it, it was like wind was blowing and this and that, but I just felt great because yeah. it just, you know, once you get, it's about the mental state, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we can endure a lot, but if our mental state changes, I don't know. Yeah, because when you're on the ski slopes... Even when it's really cold, as long as you're skiing and having fun, you don't notice the cold. Right. But walking from the office to the car when it's cold, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really di- cold. It's the worst thing. So, <laughs> worst thing ever. Yep. Did you uh, do ski club or anything? I did. We, I led ski club. I was really good at organizing bus trips. I was really bad at skiing. Oh, <laughs> so <clears throat> Get everyone there. Uh-huh. Make you, sure everybody had hang, snacks. Hang out, hang out and, with your hot cocoa in the lodge. Yeah, I would right. go out for a little bit. I would ski like with the people that had tolerance and patience yeah. with me. Yeah. Um, and then they knew I would go in and they could do all like the black diamonds. Sure. So, but it was a lot of fun. Nice. I would do it again. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. We got, um, another fun thing coming up too. At the end of the month, we have a uh, priests versus seminarians basketball game. Oh, the yeah. old guys and the young guys. Relatively old guys. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, we're playing the old uh, college whippersnappers. That's so. good. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be at uh, St. Ed's. We that last time, um, which like, wasn't last year, but it was two years ago. We played at um, the James A. Rhodes Arena at uh, St. V. Wow. So so LeBron. Actually, it's no probably the. Oh wait, no, not, not Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Akron U. Wait, no, yeah, the LeBron Arena or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's ever new. Didn't quite play there. <laughs> well, there wasn't that big of a crowd. But so we're gonna play at St. Ed's. That's we're gonna good. play at St. Ed's. So it'll be fun. Yeah. So the seminarians they get to practice every Wednesday essentially, because um, there's a gym at the seminary. So mm-hmm. we play for about an hour, 
two hours uh, a week. So us priests are going to try to scrounge together at least one practice so we can, <laughs> so we can not uh, destroy our hamstrings. Do you have any older guys playing? Like is Father Playbook still playing? Or? Um, I don't know if Father Dave Woost ever played. I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. No? It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot of young, younger, younger guys, middle-aged guys. Um, I don't know what I don't know what the team will look like this year, honestly. Oh, okay. So uh, I only played once. Um, Father Mike McCandless with the seminary. He'll he's play. playing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Father Mike, if you ever met him, he's a uh, he was a he was a football player at Hoven, so he's he's got he some still some looks muscle like, mass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's really solid. Yeah, so he he definitely brings the defense. I would sure. think so. <laughs> So. A couple of elbows. And well, <laughs> maybe, maybe we got to slow him down somehow. Because yeah, he's know? not real tall, so <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe not. But yeah, so it'll be fun. So we're gonna be getting in shape. So uh, we'll include a link to the, to the to the the flyer and stuff for the for the game. But Father Eric and I will both be playing. So oh, that's good. Hopefully, if everything works out. So, that's good. Yeah. That'll be fun. Did you ever play any any basketball teams? Or no, um, I. Just in college, we would mm. play, but that was about it. It's fun, yeah. yeah. It's good to play for fun. I don't know, just the, the seriousness and the pressure and the mm-hmm. kind of takes away the fun. Yeah, no, we would it. just play for fun, and then go and cross the street to Denny's and eat all the calories we just rolled off. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Well, that's good. That's good. Snowboarding. Basketball. I suppose they have one element uh, of what uh, of what we're going to talk about today. We're going to oh, talk that's about. That's true. Uh, we're going to talk about suffering. So welcome to the new year. Uh-huh. Let's uh, you know, suffer. Both, yeah, both uh, snowboarding and and uh, basketball. I suppose have to deal with a certain amount of physical suffering as you're um, getting prepared for a game or you're dealing with a fall. You know. Or you're coming out of uh, Christmas vacation, eating everything in sight, and now it's like, <laughs> got to get back into uh, yeah. some kind of shape. Start so. uh, doing the workouts. But So we, we do want to talk about suffering, you know, but, but seriously, mm-hmm. we do want to talk about suffering today. Because uh, as, we, as we mentioned last time, we had a number of questions from our parents uh, the, during a parent meeting, uh, responding to the question, if you had uh, one question to ask God, what would you ask? So uh, last time we talked a little bit about heaven, like what is heaven and all these things. And we had a number of questions um, kind of revolving around the question of, uh, of suffering. So, you know, why, why isn't there world peace? You know, why do children suffer? Uh, why, why is evil so powerful? Why do bad things happen to good people? Uh, why is there so much hate? Why does history repeat itself? And I assume that's kind of like along the lines of like, why do these bad things um, keep happening. So I think Deacon Bob, I think you brought that up, that question up too, you know, last time. Mm-hmm. Yes, when I was in high school ministry, that there was always a difficult question is being with high school kids and their parent would die, you know, yeah. and their kids would look at me and go, why, why are these bad things happening? Right. Especially people that thought they were living a good life and why are like they felt like god was punishing them somehow yeah that suffering is like god's punishment right yeah i mean it's a very deep question and and honestly it's a question that um human beings have been asking the question about since the beginning of time i mean Mm -hmm. since there has been suffering you know there's been this question of, of why suffering and and certainly we even look to i mean the 20th century i mean the beginning of the 20th century there was a lot of very just 
cruel and nasty things that were human, mm-hmm. be, human beings were doing um, on a massive scale. And, and it is a real question. So today we want to um, just talk a little bit around this, uh, around this question. And as we've done in the past weeks, we're going to, we have an answer and we also don't have an answer <laughs> that, you know, there are things that we can say you mm-hmm. know, to be true. But we've also been kind of journeying in this reality of mystery, that there are some things that are simply just beyond our human understanding mm-hmm. that we're not going to know. And and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, if, I mean, if we knew everything that ever was and ever will be, you know, uh, well, it would be God first. Yes. <laughs> it would be God. And, and uh, you know, can one human being know all the answers and, and kind of take on the, uh, the weight of all that, you know? We just, there's some things we're not going to know. So, and we're going to tie a little bit into, you know, first, why suffering? Well, where, where did suffering come from? We're going to tie into our podcast on Genesis that we did a couple, um, a number of weeks ago on, you know, essentially, you know, how is the Bible true? Why is the Bible true? And then why is Genesis true? And how is Genesis true? Namely that Genesis, the first book of the Bible is telling us not necessarily a historical play-by-play of this happened and then this happened and this is exactly how it happened. If you haven't listened to that podcast, I'd recommend go back uh, before you listen to this one, listen to our sto- our conversation on Genesis, uh, and then come to this because it'll make a little more sense for the conversation um, right now. So, uh, so um, think about so what would you say just in regards to Genesis? You know why 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 is there why is there suffering? Why is there evil? Well, I think Genesis sets it up really well that um, God creates this perfect place and says, look, if you want to live happily ever after and live in this perfect place in all its perfection, just follow the rule of don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> right. So there are two trees, right? The tree of life and the tree of the, oh, knowledge, knowledge. Of, the knowledge of good, good and, evil, and evil, right? So in the garden, God gives us, yes, everything in perfection. But he also gives us free will because mm-hmm. if he didn't give us free will, we couldn't actually love God because he would be forcing us to love him, which actually isn't love, is more which is more of a sense of slavery. Um, he's forcing us to do that. So he gives us a choice. You have all these things. You have the tree of life. You have everything in the garden. But there's also this tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Kind of symbolized like here's potentially a life without God mm-hmm. or putting yourself over God. You have the choice to choose this. And you chose poorly. (laughs) You chose poorly. Um, And as a parent, we do this all the time with our kids. We say, look, don't touch the stove, you know, and the kids look at it and go, like this? (laughs) Or on canoeing trips, don't stand up in the canoe (laughs) like this? And they all fall over. Exactly. Um, So as soon as we open that door to making that poor choice, Mm -hmm. Um, we end up with the consequences that go along with it. Doesn't right. mean God stops loving us or we stop loving our kids when they make mistakes. Right. All it means is there's consequences that we got to live with now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So we had a choice fundamentally at one point, and uh, and again, like Genesis is trying to explain uh, to give um, a theological reflection on what is the origin of humanity and what's some of the context in which we live. And we know we live in an imperfect world, right? If you have half an eyeball, you can see that mm-hmm. things are not perfect and no. we don't treat each other very well, um, many times, in fact. And to go to that question about why does history repeat itself, 
like I'm on the older end of the spectrum, you're mm-hmm. on the younger end of the spectrum. And I remember yeah. being on the younger end of the spectrum going, if we only did this, everything would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Eh. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, why, is, why does history repeat itself? Because there's generations. <laughs> I mean, yeah. every new generation has to okay. learn the same fundamental things. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, And it, because we're living in this fallen world, we end up with fallen everything. Right. You know? Good news is God never leaves Adam and Eve when he asks them to leave the garden. Mm. He's still with them. Right. He's still in their suffering. He's still in everyday life. And I think that's the important thing as, as we go through this reflection today and also tomorrow, that God never leaves us in our suffering, that God's right. always there. Right, right. Yeah, so that that's good. We'll touch on that a little in a little bit. So, yes, so we, we had a choice, and we call it we, the, the fall, was, was, was the decision made by Adam and Eve to choose life outside of God. Um, and so, because of that decision, evil and suffering was introduced into the world. So, we hear in Genesis that, you know, you'll have to toil and labor um, by the sweat of your brow. Like, Eve would, have, Eve would experience, you know, the, the pains of childbirth. Like, there was, there was um, different um, effects that happened because of because of this 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 decision, and this is important too because it also shows that evil didn't originate from God. Right. Right. So God, we God is all good, all powerful, all knowing, all good. That's the God we believe in as Christians, and um, and so this is kind of like how to reconcile this. God is all good, but yet there's suffering in the world, and that's really kind of the the, the deep question. That's the whole book of Job. Right, you know, right. Job goes, I didn't do anything. Why am I suffering? And the Jewish right. people thought, if you're suffering, obviously you either sinned or your parents sinned. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's, it's on you. Right. You know? Yeah, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, the Bible will have different responses to the question of suffering, depending on what book you're looking at. Um, even to say there's not one answer. You know, there's, mm-hmm. different, there's different things. But so, But it's important to know that like, so God doesn't actively choose to make us suffer. Right. So in the church, we would, um, we kind of put it in terms of God uh, permits or allows suffering to be. Um, again, because of a consequence of he gave us free will. You know, he, he, he fully knew that we could choose life outside of him, but he still gave us that choice. So he permitted us to have that decision. In the same way, he permits evil to be in the world um, part of our lives. So and instead of like, you know, God is actively choosing me to to do to undergo this suffering right now. Yeah, I've been listening to the song Shelter Me, but I think it's called Spiritu is the group that did it. Yeah. And it came out at the beginning of the pandemic. And so I remember like sanitizing the church listening to this song mm. and trying to figure out the pandemic listening to this song. And I listened to it yesterday and I thought, well that's kind of like we're past that now. Mm-hmm. You know, like how do we actively, um, learning is going to cause suffering. Like learning the snowboard, my guess is you face planted. Yeah. You know, uh, and I actually broke my tailbone the first time I went. <laughs> so. And whoever was instructing you probably saw you were going to get hurt somewhere along the line. Right. But by doing that activity, you kind of like inherently accept the risk of suffering. Right. Right. Um, life comes with risks. Right. But and, a life with risks, you know, lived it as lived as an adventure towards, you know, the, the goal of, of heavenly life, you know, is better than just having a, I don't know, 
a bounce house kind of yeah. <laughs> uh, existence where you don't really, but you don't really make any decisions. You don't make any, you know, just kind of just going through life. And I don't know, there, there does seem to be something more meaningful about the journey that, mm-hmm. is, that is life. Yeah. And I think that kind of sums up why God lets us suffer mm-hmm. is we grow through suffering, which doesn't sound like a lot of fun, but anybody who's tried to practice anything learning how to ride a bike, learning right. how to golf, right. snowboarding, skiing. Yeah. That suffering is part of that journey. Right. For ills, for as illogical suffering can be, there is also kind of a certain logic to it. Like, it's, it's, it's fitting that, like, we go through this journey as human beings uh, through life. And I think the church would kind of use that, that phrasing, mm-hmm. kind of fittingness, like, you know. And the reality is, I think it comes down to, it is what it is. I mean, you know, we can certainly ask questions all day about why, but um, it's not going to change the fact that it just is. Yeah. You know. But I think the book of Ecclesiastes in chapter 3 brings out there's a time for everything. Right. You know, a time to be happy, a time to be sad, a time to <clears throat> gather things up, a time to, for things to be dispersed. That going through life, there's going to be snowboarding flying down the hill and there's yep. going to be snowboarding mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. a face plant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's all part of snowboarding. Yeah. And, and in a certain degree, it's all good, mm-hmm. you know, too. Like there's seasons for everything. Now, I mean, you, do we want people to suffer, especially when suffering seems to be just kind of intense and meaningless, you know, especially, you know, this question of like, you know, why do children, you know, get cancer? Mm-hmm. You know, like these seemingly just like, why is, you know, why is this? And, you know, I mean, to be honest, when, um, when us priests, you know, have funerals, and that's one of the, the Ecclesiastes reading is mm-hmm. one of the funeral readings. You know, when I'm with with a family, especially someone who's who's died maybe younger in life, um, this and that, I've not, I've not had the opportunity of um, celebrating a, a baby's funeral yet, um, but I know that's... Um, kind of an intense thing and you know i mean when they ask you know if and when they ask you know why why did this happen i mean you, you don't know no. you know the, the the honest and responsible answer is that we just don't know you know why some things happen and you know when we're in heaven one day you know we may know you know we may see the whole picture and 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 everything but some things we just we just don't know and it's not a cop out to say that it's 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 saying what's true, you know, but despite the fact that there are things we don't know and never going to know, there are things that we do know, you know, namely that even though there is suffering, we have the promise of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like even though God allowed suffering to be in the world as a consequence of everything, He did actively choose to send us His Son Jesus in the flesh, uh, who Himself chose. To suffer and to die for us so that we could have eternal life and salvation and as we choose to live a life of faith through Jesus our suffering is not going to go away but we can go beyond our suffering you know like it's like it's like it's like walking out <clears throat> walking outside in the cold after a day it's no like our perspective can change mm-hmm. and, and it really does matter you know in relation to the the realities that just that just are I know a friend of mine, her husband died of cancer, and it was a really difficult time. 
and um, her way of dealing with, with it was volunteering for hospice. Mm -hmm. She felt that, um, you know, what she went through was really hard, but she would go with somebody else and walk their journey with them. Mm -hmm. That we don't suffer alone. Right. That God's always with us, and hopefully that people will support us in our suffering. Mm -hmm. um, one of my, and you'll probably, you probably get this as a priest, when we're doing, go to a funeral home or we're there when somebody passes, all we can do is just be with them. Be present. Like words mm -hmm. doesn't, don't cut it. Yeah. And eventually, I would ask, you know, what can I do for you? And I know a lot of times parents would look at me mm -hmm. if one of their kids had died or if the kid would look at me if their parent would die and go, you know what you can do for me, mm -hmm. implying make the situation better, bring yeah. my loved one back. And mm -hmm. we can't. Yeah. All we can do is trust God is with us and be there be for present. each other. Yeah. Yeah, and this is um, this is good. This will kind of tie into what we're talking about uh, next time. So this time we just kind of want to give some context to uh, the question, you know, why is there suffering uh, and why is there evil? Next time we want to talk about, you know, what do we do, you know, in times of suffering? What do we do uh, in times of um, we're experiencing evil in some in, in some way? And that can be momentary. That can be a, a season of life. And uh, you know, just just to say something about you know just the presence. You know, it's actually, I think this is traditional Jewish um, custom that when you had a family member who had someone passed, that you would, and they were very family-oriented, mm -hmm. right? Um, they would go, you go over to the person's house and, you know, to the person who's grieving, and you would, the rule was, you couldn't say anything until they said something. Mm. I like that. You know, in the sense that, like, there is nothing you can say. Like there's no words, you know, to explain why or, you know, but you're, you're giving them the space to grieve. You're giving them the space to feel their feelings. Um, and you're not trying to give them an answer, which actually might do more, more damage. Um, yep. People can be well-intentioned and try to say, try to explain, well, you know, there's a reason for everything. Well, yeah. I, sometimes that can do a lot of damage, yeah. you know. Because then God seems like God's cruel. Right. And then God, because then that implies that, well, God chose this to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily true. You know, God allows things to happen. Yes, he sees the big picture. But, um, you know, so we can be well-intentioned, but we can say the wrong thing. And, and a lot of people have been turned away from God and faith because of things that weren't intended, but were, were said, you know, mm -hmm. not well. So, uh, but yeah, just to be present with someone. You know, just to be with them, uh, and then when they're ready to talk, then then listen. You, then you then, <laughs> then you then you listen, right? I right. suppose that would be the next part of it. Yeah. Like, don't talk, still, just just be with them. So, but I thought that was kind of interesting. I'll probably mention that on the next podcast too. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, but I, I, that kind of struck me as uh, as human. You know, like we don't need to have all the answers, and and just to to be human just means to just to be present with with someone. So, mm -hmm. so that's. That's a little bit on suffering. Yep. As we're going into this new year, you know, certainly we may all have our have our things. You know, we know the world is still going through, um, you know, the pandemic, you know, whatever this is, you know, this this time. And, and we know certainly in America, um, we have things that we go through, but we know that throughout the world, there's a lot of people in one way or the other, you know, enduring great suffering in, in all kinds of ways. So to pray, to pray for ourselves, to pray for our families, to pray for our world, whoever's going through suffering, you know, mm -hmm. that's that's a response we can have despite 
knowing or not knowing the reason for it. So And just keep praying for them and accompanying them on the journey. Yep. And if you're going through suffering, try to find somebody that you can share your story with that can accompany you. So. Yep. So. All right. Well, maybe that'll bring that. Uh, maybe that brought up some some more questions. So if you do, we'll include our our emails on mm-hmm. there. Uh, on the under the show notes today, and just please uh, please let us know what you think, and or if you have any further questions, we could clarify uh, something for. Them. We can try to do that at the beginning of uh, the next episode. So sounds good. All right. Let's pray. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God. Uh, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day. Thanks and praise for the gift of our lives, of our families, of our church, of our faith. We give you thanks for this conversation which we've had on, uh, on the topic of suffering and, and of evil. We ask you to be with us uh, no matter what we're going through in our lives, any suffering, any tr- periods of trial that seem not to make sense. We trust uh, that you are simply are with us amidst these things and you've offered your son Jesus uh, to be with us who is already who has already conquered suffering, who has already conquered death. And as we live a life with him, we can um, go beyond uh, the sufferings and the trials that we face. We ask you to be with us. Keep us safe uh, until uh, next time we meet. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Have a good day. Um, Do something fun. Uh, I don't know. Keep, Keep enjoying January. Absolutely. Thanks. God bless.